So welcome back to Renting an Apartment in New York City. My name is Rodolfo Delgado, and we're here today with the first ever Compass team to be interviewed by us. Their team's name is MVMT, and we have three of their members today, including Desmond Eady, Sean McKenzie, and Isaiah Dunn. This is going to be a good one. The MVMT team works at Compass, one of the biggest brokerages in New York City and in the country, with an estimated value of over $6.4 billion. And they're known for pairing up the industry's top talent with technology. With that in mind, Sean, Desmond, and Isaiah bring us a market update, some tips about renting an apartment in New York City, and some common misconceptions within the real estate industry. So Desmond, tell us a little bit more about your team's experience and background. I started in real estate in New York City eight years ago. Prior to that, I was working with Sean in television. We were doing mm -hmm. celebrity seating and product placement, like production type stuff. Oh, wow. Um, and so off and on for the last 14 years, We've kind of found ourselves in different industries, continuously climbing and growing, and real estate seems to be what stuck the most. We mm. utterly enjoy it. That's amazing. I guess we've said before how real estate is a career that should never be done as a part-time job, right? This is a full-time thing. Hmm. So, Sean, I have a question for you. How many years of experience does your team bring to the table? Our team leads, um, we're in around like 25 combined. Desmond has been about uh, eight years. I'm in around six. Sabra's in around where Desmond is. Mm -hmm. Some of our associates are somewhere between two to three years of experience. Do okay. mm. you want to say something, Desmond? Um, we use the junior kind of like senior model in the sense that, well, I wouldn't even say that. It's more like a team model in the sense that, you know, one person is out on the street um, physically opening up doors for them and educating them because they get to spend the majority of the time with them. Mm -hmm. um, that's usually, usually the, um, the um, less, ex less experienced agent. Um, but with having a senior kind of like backing them and even talking to the client directly at every single apartment, um, it only gets for a better, you know, better experience. We're searching real time for real properties that are actually available and we're taking clients to stuff that they can actually secure. Um, and at every stop, we're asking them, hey, What is it you don't like about this apartment? And then we correct that moving forward to like the best of the market's ability. And what that statistically does is, you know, ends up having us rent them and usually seven or eight apartments or less. Um, and it all speaks to, you know, yeah. the, the streamlined system that we kind of like put in place over years and years and years of trial and, and error. Mm. It's funny to think about how much effort a renter puts into calling the right listing when if you think about it, it is very rarely the case that they end up taking that same apartment, right? More often than not, they inquire about a listing and they get paired up with an agent, but they end up taking something else. What do you think about that? Well, I think you made a really great point. It's funny how consumers will look at Yelp for what restaurant they're going to eat at this evening, mm. but they won't look at the reviews of the agent that they're working with or they mainly make their search about one specific listing without really understanding the nuances of what is actually going to take to secure said listing. Mm. 
there are sort of a lot of misconceptions of what the value of the agent brings into any uh, interaction or relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think having those nuances and, and understanding them are important. Having an experienced agent that works with you, whatever your situation is, because each consumer has their own sort of profile, has their own things that they're dealing with. And if you're dealing with an inexperienced agent or you're just really focusing on one listing, quite often you'll see yourself running around in circles, not really getting much accomplished, wasting valuable time. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, time is, you know, that's our greatest currency. Absolutely. So you guys are the first team from Compass that I've interviewed so far. And... Something that I've always loved about Compass is that they've been known to be one of the companies that is in the forefront of technology in regards to real estate, right? They're trying to redefine and truly inject the real estate industry with more technology. Do you believe that your clients have been able to benefit from the technology that your company offers? I mean, absolutely. I think um, I've been to multiple brokerages throughout my career. Um, Being at Compass is a completely different animal. Uh, We know that by being with one of the biggest reputable brands, it's only going to help excel our team business. And Mm. we're really excited and looking forward to that. I can go on and on about all of the different reasons, but, um, but we're really happy where we're at. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Isaiah, I would love to know a little bit more about the type of client that you typically work with. So I would say the type of client that we typically work with would be the young professional coming to New York. Mm-hmm. So we often have clients that come to us that have been searching for weeks out of time and we rent them an apartment in hours. And it's yeah. really because we sit down with them, have a consultation, have them understand what the market is and really dig into their needs specifically and make them knowledgeable of the market and find an apartment that fits into what they're looking for. Mm. I feel like you touched on a very important subject with that, which is educating the consumer, especially in a time in which there are so many new laws and regulations that make it difficult for the consumers to keep up, right? They're searching online and they're seeing all these listings, but right now the reality is that the amount of misinformation out there makes it easy for them to be misled. What are your thoughts on this? We have a big kind of saying on our team, and it uh, speaks to, to the way that we, we represent clients, and it's, we don't want to mismanage expectations, right? So we bring every client to the office in order to have a consultation with them. It only takes 15, 20 minutes to get to the bottom of specifically what it is they're looking for. Yeah. We ask them a series of questions, and then determine, based on those questions, we're able to effectively steer their search to apartments that actually fit based on whatever their budget and criteria are. The more educated a client is when they come in, quite frankly, the easier our job is. Because, you know, if we've seen, if a client's seen 20 or 30 apartments already, it's very simple. It's like, give me your top three options. And because we represent them as tenants agents um, and we're not selling a particular property, uh, more so we're looking out for their interests, mm-hmm. um, we're able to quickly let them know based on those questions whether they already seen the best option or we go immediately take them out um, to the better option that fits for them. Mm. Either way, to elaborate a little bit more on what Desmond just said in regards to representing someone as a tenants agent, when you're looking for an apartment and you choose to work with a broker, they can either represent the landlord or represent the tenant. 
when they represent the landlord, generally speaking, their interest is going to lie with the landlord and getting the highest price possible to satisfy their client, the landlord. When they're representing a tenant, like you, they're working for your best interest, which means that they have to not only provide you with as much information as they can, but try to fight to get you the lower price possible so that you're satisfied with the service overall. Now, how can you find out if they're representing the tenant or the landlord? Every time you meet a broker, they have to give you a form called the DOS form, Department of State form. They're required by law to do so, in which they are disclosing to you if they're working in the tenant's best interest or in the landlord's best interest. Always remember to ask them for that form. Now, with that being said, I think that there's back to the misconceptions in the industry. We represent tenants. Our job as a tenant's agent is to know all of the available inventory on the market, not to know this, where the light switch is in one particular unit that we're opening up the door for, which is a lot of what landlords agents do. You know, it's very, it's very different. They know their portfolio, me representing tenants agents. I know the city's portfolio. Absolutely. I guess it is tenants agents. Another value that you add is that you're expected to know not only the city's portfolio, like you mentioned, but also the different management companies and how they work. If you're getting a client that's international and has a low credit score or doesn't have a guarantor, you know which management companies are going to be more amenable to work with that client. Therefore, you're going to be able to select more carefully the properties that you show your client in order to truly save them time. Even now, third-party guarantors. Mm. Yeah. Where due to the new rental laws, you know, that passed this past summer, if you are international or a student or even adult, young professional, no matter how much money you're making here in the States, if you don't have, let's say, a credit score, there's only a few number of landlords that will accept you based on, you know, your needs and criteria. Hmm. Interesting. So just a quick recap so that everybody can understand what we're talking about. So recent regulations on rental apartments that took effect on summer in 2019 now prohibit tenants from giving more than one month as a security deposit. As a consequence, tenants that are looking to rent an apartment and are coming from abroad with no credit score and no guarantor have to recur to other options. Because of this, new businesses began to take shape. These businesses act as a guarantor on your behalf for a monthly payment. Now, we know that this law was built trying to protect the tenant, but is it really doing that? It's supposed to be a law that helps affordability with apartments and people being able to get into apartments, but the reality is it, it just has had these other companies, third-party guarantor companies, spring up that are also charging a month to guarantee exactly. uh, guarantee a lease. So I, I don't know who in Albany set that up, but I mean, the people that work as a third-party guarantors, they definitely benefited from it. Hmm. I wanted to uh, mention something. I, you mentioned, you know, understanding the management companies. And although there, you know, there are a lot of marketing platforms out there, um, these are a great way to market properties, but they don't offer the nuance of how you're actually going to secure said property. They don't let you know that said management company actually takes multiple applications and based on whatever your profile is, you know, the, the likelihood of you getting approved for said apartment that had 30 people at the open house is, is slim to none. And I think often, you know, this sort of goes to the misconception of the market and what the agent's role 
in the relationship in the transaction is we're you know we're basically compensated to save you time and heartache and you know we're not only agents we're consultants we're therapists quite often <laughs> um, a lot of yeah. times you know people come into our office just completely fed up and at wit's end and after a 10 to 15 minute conversation they're in a much better place because they have an understanding of those nuances so although there are i guess for the consumer's perspective some advantages of having these platforms and the transparency that they offer there's so much in the back end that you don't see within the industry um, and there's such you know scarcity out there you're thinking about supply and demand you just have to make sure that you're engaging with an agent that's going to increase your chances of securing something rather than you know bringing it to the last to the end and you're basically securing something you may not want because you didn't have that expert sort of inside information that's needed to to yeah. really make your search more efficient that's absolutely true. And I like the fact that you mentioned the lack of transparency within the real estate industry as well, because I believe that with replay listings, the mobile app that we founded a couple of years ago, that's exactly what we're trying to bring, right? And we do that in the form of unedited videos. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love I love the uh, the video aspect. I think it brings a, a, a new sort of feature. Like mm-hmm. obviously, you know, pictures are only worth a thousand words. So True. Uh, yeah. having those videos is definitely really, really cool. Thank you. So, Desmond, in an industry in which the only constant is change, what do you think are going to be the biggest challenges moving forward for both agents and renters? I mean, I don't know. Every year there's a new shakeup. And I've been, it's just, I've been doing it so long. I mean, I think the misconceptions of what it actually takes to be successful in real estate is going to be the biggest problem for the industry. And I think that the more people that can help manage, you know, incoming agents' expectations, the better we can get to a um, sustainability rate. Because I think right now it's like nine out of 10 agents don't renew their license after the, the second year, which is, you know, mm-hmm. you got to renew it every two, every, every two years. And you're reaching out on these, these listings for whatever you see online. You're basically 90% likely to get somebody that's inexperienced. Mm, and then when you have, when you're thinking about it on even a larger scale, I, I don't know, somebody else can venture to guess how many people represent clients as tenants agents as opposed to landlords agents. I'll tell you, I mean, it's, it's, it's a significant, it's very much in the favor of landlords agents, period. Um, and so you, not only do you have to fight through those, you know, to get that 1% of experienced agents, but then when you get that, then you're going to have to fight to figure out who actually is really representing the tenant's interest. That's a tough thing. So final question. Are there any tips that you would like to share with our listeners out there that might be looking for a new home? Ooh, let me see. Putting me on the spot. Let me think. (laughs) Tips for looking for a new home. I would just, I mean, honestly, I would just never have it. If I was coming to the city, I would have to get a, a, a tenant's agent representing me because um, the idea, the fantasy of going to some website and, you know, having to trust the landlord's representative that, you know what, your application is going to get approved. Where this morning I just watched on the way over here, um, an agent coaching other agents to, to, to actually not do that, to, to, to receive multiple applications wow. and, and send a lot of applications and not take it off the market until it's a completed uh, lease, not only applications, but a completed lease and then also a deposit. And I'm just, I'm like, man, that's so hard for these people that are coming to the city to try to figure out, weed through the words to figure out if they're actually going to, 
you know, be able to secure that particular apartment. I, I think it would be a, I think it would be a nightmare. And you know what? I know it is because a lot of the people that have come in, come into our hands after those experiences, they just continuously love us and, yeah. and give us referral clients and all that other stuff. By the way, to all of our listeners out there, remember that the team's contact information is provided on the description of the podcast. So if you want to get in touch with them, you can easily do so. Please let them know that you heard about them on this podcast and we'll be super grateful. With us today, we had Desmond Eady, Sean McKenzie, and Isaiah Dunn from MVMT team at Compass. Guys, thank you so much for being here. And listeners, until the next one. Happy renting. Happy renting.